Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. This is an incredible podcast designed to help you build a winning family. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Travelute, and I'm sitting here with Rodney and Michelle Gage, the incredible marriage mentors. If you don't know them, oh my goodness, you're missing out. Here's your introduction. Hi, guys. Hey, Linda. Thank you so much <laughs> Thanks, for joining Linda. us today. You just never know what's going to come out of my mouth, right? You're just sitting there going, where's she I'm on the going? edge of my seat. <laughs> That's such a great voice. I love it. <laughs> well, this is going to be a super fun topic because we always try to make it fun, right? But uh, why couples stop growing in their marriage? And it's going to be juicy. I know, because I just heard you share a summary of what you're going to share. And this is valuable, valuable. But uh, let me just mention, if you are joining us for the first time and you do not know that I'm going to give you a key to a treasure at the end of this episode where you can get a copy of Rodney's new book, The Double Win. And it's, did I say free? It's free. Yeah, it's free. That's right. And then you also have an opportunity to join their mentoring club for 30 days. And after you listen to them speak, You'll know why you need to be in that mentoring club. So let's dive into the topic, why couples stop growing in their marriage. Let's dive in. <laughs> let's dive in. Uh, it's interesting when you when we talk about that, I think you think of the different seasons of marriage and different seasons that you go through if you're a parent, you know, in your marriage. So what, what would you say would be the reason that you would stop growing, like growing in your love, growing in your leadership, growing in your wisdom, all of those things in your marriage. Well, I think in anything, it's a lack of intentionality. Right. So, you know, it's, um, and we can have the best of intentions, mm -hmm. but life happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we, um, I, I know you mentioned just a second ago, the book called The Double Win, which is a book designed to help people win at home, at work, at that whole work-life balance challenge that so many people face. But really the foundational book that Michelle and I really have put our heart and soul into is a book called Family Shift. Mm -hmm. And in that, we talk about uh, something referred to as the drift. Yeah. So what happens is, is uh, the drift is kind of like an acronym uh, that can be some of the reasons why a lot of couples stop growing mm -hmm. or families get distracted stop becoming intentional mm -hmm. and the d stands for um, distractions mm. there are distractions as we all know i mean they're coming at us constantly there's also disappointments yeah and mm -hmm. so you have whether it's disappointments from stuff going on whether it's distractions from just so many things coming at us those obviously take our attention away from each other mm -hmm. and on all of that other stuff and then you have the R, which stands for regret. So a lot of times we start regretting the place we're in and we regret, uh, you know, decisions that have been made. You know, we're carrying all of this maybe guilt or we're carrying you know, frustration, all of these emotions, you know, that causes regret. Mm -hmm. And then um, sometimes we fall into that place of isolation. That's the I where we're kind of pulling back, we're, we're kind of distancing mm -hmm. ourselves from our spouse or we're distancing, you know, ourselves from other friends, you know, other people, other family. And so we feel like now we're kind of, you know, coasting through and kind of going it alone. And then, you know, the F is the frustrations that go with that. Things aren't going as we'd hoped, you know, things aren't going as good as they could or should. 
And then that leads to the T, which is a lot of stress and tension. It's the, it's the tension that just kind of like fills the atmosphere. And so all of a sudden that happens extremely subtle. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting though what I said just a moment ago about the different seasons that could happen in the first six months sure, I'm sitting sure. there thinking you know right. I know people that that happened in a year yeah and they stopped growing right fast right. you know uh, it can happen when the kids are young when you're pursuing your career it can happen when they're teenagers and you're they're driving you crazy it can happen when you're an empty nester mm -hmm. you know it's at any season in your marriage that right. this can happen right so be need to be prepared and, yeah be alert be yes ready. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's um we we tell a illustration about uh going snorkeling mm -hmm. and um we went to Cancun, Mexico. And so long story short, here we are, all of our family, we're Having all together. Yeah, beautiful waters, you know. So we're yeah. getting this little, uh, we had, we went through this like little um, jungle cruise type thing and it kind of takes you out into the open so waters. Fun. So we're getting ready to put on the, all of our gear. And, um, you know, so the instructor gives us this little quick tutorial and he warned us, he told us about something called the check-in or check-out rule. And so basically that what that means is, is that about every 10 to 15 minutes, you need to check in. Basically, pull your head up out of water to get reoriented mm -hmm. so you know where you are. Because otherwise, you're going to get so distracted and caught up with what's below the surface, all the species and fish and the all the stuff making Be faces at each other yeah before you <laughs> know water. it what yeah. happens is you can get caught up yeah. in just that current that suddenly is taking you further yeah. and further out and before you realize it you know when you should have checked in now you're totally checked out wow and so mm -hmm. that's something i think can happen obviously in our homes in our marriages mm -hmm. with our children and that's why we have to be intentional so we don't drift mm -hmm. and we don't allow things that are going to sabotage our growth and overall just our health and well-being as a family, mm -hmm. you know, and in in, especially in the marriage relationship. So it's the old saying, you know, healthy things grow. Mm -hmm. So if we're not growing, it might be because we're not being intentional and maybe have not prioritized putting ourselves in a place to grow mm -hmm. in our lives. And whether that's, you know, relationally in our marriage, growing in our togetherness, you know, as a couple or togetherness as a family, or just growing in other areas, especially in our spiritual life, where we're able to really keep the main thing, the main thing mm -hmm. when it comes to spiritually um, allowing God, specifically Christ, to be at the center of mm -hmm. everything that we're doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm a firm believer that if we are growing and we are maturing in our relationship with the Lord, the closer we draw to Him, we mm -hmm. get closer to Him, naturally, we're all going to be drawing closer to each other as long as we're on that same pursuit, as we're all rowing in the same direction. Mm -hmm. So I love the, the quote. I may not get it exactly right, but um, by John Maxwell, where he talks about the only guarantee that tomorrow will be better is that you're growing today, yeah. you yeah. know, so mm -hmm. we can mm -hmm. make and uh, make the choice to grow in our marriages that they will be better tomorrow. Yeah. 
we make these choices. How long have you and Ted been married? Um, I'm not good with numbers. How long have you been <laughs> 30 married? 30 something. 30 something. 32? Have you 32. been married 32? Because oh. if you've been married 32, I've been married 32 because I know we're the same. So this that's year how I remember. Right? Okay. Yeah, June 32. Okay. I don't yeah. even know how old I am, so don't ask. <laughs> I know what year I was born. That's what... but anyway, yeah, 32 years. Got married at 13. But um, I was kidding. Um, I think where I was asking you is what have you and Ted mm -hmm. done through the mm -hmm. years to grow? Yeah, that's a great question. We, when we were newly engaged, of course, we went to premarital counseling, which I highly recommend. Yes. Because I think, you know, I was a pastor for over 27 years and, and, and did a lot of marriage ceremonies, performed a lot of weddings, mm -hmm. and saw that people spend more time preparing for their driver's exam to get their driver's <laughs> license than they do to get their marriage license. And so premarital counseling is, is uh, such a valuable investment of your yes. time and money. Mm -hmm. um, so when we went to premarital counseling, we decided that we would develop a growth plan Awesome. for our marriage awesome. and so we committed to going to marriage conferences marriage retreats um, reading books together awesome. but uh, one of the things I think that was a game changer and I think we've talked about it in past episodes is the commitment we made especially when our kids were younger that at the end of every day when we got home from work or stopped working we would check in mm -hmm. with one another yeah. And that was uh, before we would, we would attend to the kids, before we would do anything else, cook dinner, whatever, uh, uh, we, we would just take 15 minutes to check in. And the kids knew that they were not allowed to bother us at that during that time. Mm -hmm. That was mom and dad's time. And not only did that help us figure out where we were at, mm -hmm. it helped us be involved in one another's day, but it also taught our kids that the first priority, the first relationship in the home was mom and dad yeah. that was priority and then their relationship was built upon ours and um they began to have an understanding that that is what they need in their marriage and so my yeah. son and my daughter kind of do that of course they work together maybe that's a uh, excuse me my son and my daughter-in-law uh, -huh. uh do that in um of course they don't have kids yet but you know it shows them the importance of it but yeah we, we developed a growth plan and then you know, we have little things I think that we do that um, we're very intentional mm -hmm. about having a date night That's every week. Right. I think for the last 32 years, I don't know that there's there's only been a few times that we didn't pull that off. Wow. And one of them was when I was having a baby and I was in labor. So oh that, my goodness. I don't know that, that counts, Amazing. right? But yeah, date nights are together. important. <laughs> right, right. So a growth plan, I think, for me and Ted, for Ted and I, that's, uh, that's our key to growing. Make it yeah. intentional. That's yeah. excellent. That's amazing. But, yeah, I think it's just a matter of, I heard someone once say, uh, the single most important thing a couple can do to grow in their marriage is rather than trying to fix their problems, it is to focus on their togetherness. Mm. And so when you are working towards your togetherness, that is more you're being proactive, whereas mm -hmm. you're trying to fix the problems or fix each other. You're reactive. You know, you're trying to change something that, you know, you can't necessarily change. You can't change your spouse. You can't change other people. 
all we can do is change ourselves. Yeah. You know, it starts yeah. with us. And, you know, when you're working on your togetherness, it brings you together so that you can talk, you can mm -hmm. enter into each other's world, you can openly discuss things that need to be talked about so that you can improve, you mm -hmm. can grow. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are times when Michelle calls me out, you know, when I need to be called out mm -hmm. about something. Mm -hmm. And there are things that I can say to her, but the purpose of us doing that is not to point our finger or to hurt each other, right. but mm -hmm. it's to help us become more aware yep. that there are things that are interfering. There are things mm -hmm. that are causing us not to be at our best with one another. Yeah. And so, you know, we have to just accept that, own that, surrender to that and say, how can I get better? How mm -hmm. can I improve in this area? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we've often encouraged couples, it's the old <laughs> scale of one to 10, you mm -hmm. know, um, exercise. And so it's that, you know, if you were to just stop where you are, whether you've been married a year, whether you've been married for 20 years, or whether you're thinking about, well, obviously if you're thinking about marriage, this may not apply. Maybe you need to talk to your boyfriend, girlfriend, or fiance, or whoever, your special, you know, um, companion, whoever you would call them. Um, but the point is, is that ask yourself the question on a scale of one to 10, 10 being, you know, the ultimate one, not being so good. How would you currently rate your relationship with each other? And let's just say, you know, if, if you're given an open, honest, transparent, you know, answer it, one says, well, I would say we're about a six. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let me ask you this on a if I'm a six, what can I do over the next 30 days mm -hmm. or next 60 days, 90 days to go from a six to an eight? Mm -hmm. How, what, what do you need to hear from me? What do right. I need to do differently? Mm -hmm. How can I yeah. improve or grow in these areas? Mm -hmm. And then let that other person speak into that, right, right, you know? Right. And then if we're willing to listen mm -hmm. rather than argue right. or, well, that's your opinion right. or whatever, right. you know, it, again it's working on your togetherness yeah, yeah. and that is going to i think help us in the area of growth because again healthy things grow yes yeah so and you got to make sure that the soil in your relationship is fertile right so right. that you know all of those things can take root so it can grow mm -hmm. right. and don't you think the key to that is just being open to hearing their answer because mm -hmm. if you don't give a flip what they're going to say, mm -hmm. well, game over. Game yeah. over. You yeah. got to be be able to ask that question yeah. with a sincere desire to hear and then maybe do something. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They don't really want to hear the answer. They're not open to it. They're not maybe humble enough to ask those questions. Yeah. Right? Right. Mm. Yeah. That's really good. Good advice. That's good really advice. Good. I'll never forget <laughs> years ago, one of my... Uh, mentors and just somebody that really influenced Michelle and I um, in our early days and a guy by the name of Gary Smalley who's you know now with the Lord but I know he has uh, a couple of sons that have carried on his ministry and I'll never forget there was a teaching he did one time and he used a uh, basically it's like a this beautiful um, plant it was you know, green, it was, you know, had some beautiful uh, flowers on it. And so he put it out on display and he was talking about this plant that was very, you know, 
the soil was lush, you know, it was beautiful, vibrant. And then after he kind of explained all of that, then he brought the exact same plant, but this one was basically dying on the vine. I mean, it was brown, the leaves had fallen mm -hmm. off, the blooms had, you know, basically, you know, had stopped. And basically what he was saying, the difference between one and the other is the fact that one, in order for the one that's healthy, in order for it to get healthy, and the reason for, for its health was because it got the proper ingredients, mm -hmm. the nutrients, which was the soil, which was the sunlight, yeah. you know, the air, and, you know, the water, you know, that, that made this, the soil fertile. And so he was using that as a metaphor to help you understand that as a couple, you have, you know, what is often referred to as the, the soil of romance. Mm -hmm. It is the air of affection. It is the thing that he referred to as the sunlight of attention, mm -hmm. you know, and I can't remember what the fourth one was. Um, but man, it was good <laughs> <laughs> to go back. Yeah, man. Yes, that was it. It was, uh, but anyway, the, um, oh, was that I already say affection? I think it was, yeah, but, but anyway, the point is, is that he was yeah. emphasizing that these ingredients are the very things that we have to do in order for something to be healthy for mm -hmm. it to be set up for growth. Yeah. So it can reach its potential. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that just popped into my head in the fact that. I think when it comes to helping couples and helping families grow, we just got to do the things. That's where the intentionality mm -hmm. comes in. Just doing the things that's going to help us flourish mm -hmm. and thrive. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't do that, that's mm -hmm. when we're going to drift mm -hmm. and we'll eventually check out. Right. So right. we have to do, we, we call it weekly check-ins. Check we encourage families to do weekly check-ins, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and you, that's where you have an opportunity just to work on your togetherness, whether it's a husband and wife, or whether it's you and the kids, it's a family, but you get together and you just enter into mm -hmm. each other's world. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and talk through things that need to be talked through and, you know, share highs for the week, yep. you know, or lows, things you're, you're struggling with. And it's just that opportunity, once again, for us to check back in mm -hmm. and really grow in our relationships yep. and understanding and really it helps us reach our potential. It does. Yeah. I think check-ins can happen at any time too. Mm -hmm. Like just, just for example, Ted and I last night, we got in from being at a meeting and crawled into bed and he looks at me before he turns over to go to sleep. He goes, anything you need to talk to me about? Oh. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. It's just checking in. It's just saying, hey, you know, are we good? Anything, you know, I don't know if he picked up anything in my body language or maybe he thought I was, and it didn't even have to have anything to do with he thought I was upset. It may not have been anything like that. He's just checking it. Hey, yeah. you good? How you doing? That's anything great. we need to talk about? Nope. Okay. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> That's awesome. Right? That's Check awesome. in as needed. Yeah. Check in as needed. Yeah. yeah. You have to be selfless, you know. I think the more self-focused we are, the harder it is to see beyond ourselves, That's right. beyond our frustration, beyond our uh, difficulties, our pain, things that we're going through to look beyond ourselves mm -hmm. to our spouse mm -hmm. and, and see them, mm -hmm. you know. And just as we look to our to help our children and to to serve our children, even more so is the importance that we do that with our spouse. And we are teaching our children by example. Yep. So uh, I think it's really important how we start our marriage. And maybe you're beyond that point right now as a listener. You didn't get a chance to start maybe on the right foot. Sure. But you can start wherever you're at. Mm -hmm. And 
I love you mentioned Rodney just I, I believe at the beginning just to grow closer I would you you many times when you're doing premarital counseling or when you're doing counseling with uh, couples you'll talk about the triangle and this one spouse is on one bottom corner one spouse is on the other bottom corner and God is at the top and when you're when you are each together or separately drawing closer to God when you make that your top priority to be close to God and as much uh, what would Jesus do type of person you know the closer you come to that the more intimate you become with God in your relationship with him the closer you're going to come to each other as you go up that triangle towards God individually and when I was mentored as a teenager one of my mentors talked to me about my life work and my life calling. And he talked to me about the type of person I should date should be the type of person that has a similar life calling. And that was one of the greatest pieces of advice that I was ever given mm -hmm. because I was able to set up my life, the rest of my life on a foundation of, I was going to be pursuing God and I was going to look for somebody mm -hmm. that was in the mm -hmm. same path as yeah. I was going. Yeah. And because of that, when Rodney talks about that togetherness, I made choices. There were other people along the way right. before Rodney, before God brought Rodney into my life. And I, I made a choice to say, no, that's not, even though it's a great mm -hmm. person, could mm -hmm. be a good choice. God had a specific, I believe, yeah. Uh, person for me and I was choosing that pathway and I, I say this to say you may already be married and maybe you didn't make that choice but we have the opportunity to teach our children you know we we can teach our children that look for somebody mm -hmm. that loves God and mm -hmm. and you pursue God and you're going to have this bond between you that mm -hmm. is unexplainable because it's a spiritual bond and it's such a gift to have that. And I, we do have to work at our togetherness mm -hmm. because we are, we're people that are, are self-focused. Yeah. Our, sure, our, sure. our, what we call our sin nature is self-focused. Right. And our spirit man is love and joy and peace, and patience and kindness and goodness. But when we lean into what our natural mm -hmm. man, mm -hmm. we, are, we are very self-focused mm -hmm. and we have to yeah. get our focus off of ourselves mm -hmm. and, and focus on the other person. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I just want to encourage you in that because I think it's all a part of having the winning family is yes. teaching our children, teaching by example, mm -hmm. showing them what it, it takes to, to have that togetherness mm -hmm. in their life. Mm -hmm. Well, to wrap this up, I think the greatest single thing that um, as parents, as those who are in a marriage relationship, if you're married and you are a parent, the greatest single thing you can do as a parent is to love your spouse. That's right. And the stronger and the healthier and more secure that marriage relationship is, that is going to spill over mm -hmm. to raising up children who are healthy yeah. emotionally, yes. right. spiritually, yeah. where they are secure mm -hmm. because they know, they know, they've seen it, mm -hmm. they've heard it, mm -hmm. they've watched it with their eyes. A mom and a dad who actually lives what they say they believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is everything. Yeah. And, you know, just... 
just to say this in conclusion that for those who may have maybe you know for whatever reason circumstances maybe things didn't go as you'd hoped mm -hmm. Mary maybe a marriage ends mm -hmm. and we actually did a podcast on that not too long ago mm -hmm. um, but you know or maybe you're living with the regrets mm -hmm. you know you you just you feel for whatever reason that you failed you know as a as a as a spouse maybe just even as a parent mm -hmm. you know and I just I really really believe that we serve a God who's a God of second chances mm -hmm. And he, his, his mercies are fresh each and every day. Yep. And yes. we don't want to focus and dwell on the past right. mm -hmm. or what could have been, but more importantly, focus on what can be and yes. what will be with God's help. Yes. And so we can start growing again. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, Second we can, chance. yeah, we can start, you know, experiencing what we desire in our heart mm -hmm. to, to mm -hmm. experience, but you know, we have to make whatever changes that we need to make so that right. we can start positioning ourselves in a place where we're growing and developing, becoming healthy mm -hmm. and whole in all aspects so that we can be our the best, we can give the best version of ourselves, one and to the Lord, but also to our spouse and to our children mm -hmm. or to that future mate. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're a single parent yeah. And, you know, you're thinking, well, you know, I, I certainly don't want to repeat what I've experienced in the past. Well, this is an opportunity to push reset and to enter into another relationship, a new relationship where you are completely healed and whole. And we've learned from our past and we're going to move forward. We're not going to look to the past. We're going to look forward to the future and reach our true God given potential for who he has made us to be. Mm -hmm. And so last thing we want to do is beat ourselves up, you know, for mistakes that we we've made and right. live with regrets. That's the enemy. Right. We and if your help. marriage is not where, where you want it to be and you, you yourself are doing everything you can mm -hmm. to grow. I just want to encourage you to, and I know you all would as well, that prayer, you know, God is the one that mm -hmm. draws us yeah. to himself and just pray for your spouse yes. and, and represent Jesus and do your best and give the rest to God. That's yeah. all you can do. Only God can change yeah. someone's heart. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. And we're praying for you too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, incredible. hopefully that helps. Oh, that was good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you for sharing, guys. This has been an incredible episode of the Winning Family Podcast. And we want to encourage you to go to the Winning Family .com. Did I say it right? The winningfamily.com and get your free copy of of one of two books, The Family Shift or The Double Win, and then sign up for the 30-day free, uh, I know I botched that, didn't I? No. 30 free days of mentoring <laughs> with Rodney and Michelle Gage because they dive deeper, even deeper into these kinds of topics uh, it's that are It's actually so a practical. mentoring club. So mentoring it's not 30 club. days of mentoring, but it is, uh, you have access That's right. to our portal with all kinds of things in there. It probably could take you 30 days to get okay. through all of that. But we do have a, a monthly mentoring call uh, for parents and, and couples. So yes, you can find out all the information at thewinningfamily.com. Thewinningfamily.com. Yeah. Great. And then also subscribe to the podcast, right? Yes. Get this downloaded to your phone or wherever you get your podcasts uh, so that it just comes in automatically when a new episode is released and we'd love for you to share it, rate it, review it. And then I'll tell you something, 
little secret here. Rodney and Michelle love direct messages. <laughs> you guys right. love DMs. Hit them up with your questions and comments and uh, they will interact with you. They will. They are very good at that. So we want to encourage you to do that. So until next time, thank you guys for sharing. It's thank been a fun you, episode and we will see you next time. The Winning Family. Bye guys. <laughs>